106.7 FM and 1240 AM. ESPN Radio Sports Center. With the word, this is Adrian Lawrence. Some breaking news out of Los Angeles. L.A. is set to host the 2028 Olympic Summer Games. That's what sources tell the L.A. Times. The announcement set to be made tonight at a news conference at 8 Eastern. In baseball, the AL leading Astros acquired lefty Francisco Leonero from the Blue Jays. And in the AL East, reliever Addison Russell is now a member of the Red Sox. In exchange for the trade, the Mets get three prospects from Boston. And tonight in Boston, the Red Sox will host the Indians on ESPN starting at 7 Eastern. The Cubs, they're giving fans Steve Bartman a 2016 World Series ring. Bartman gained notoriety when he interfered with a play in the 2003 NLCS. Now, right now in Philly, the Phillies lead the Braves 4-0 in the bottom of the fourth. In the NFL, Cleveland prosecutors have submitted the rape allegations against Raiders rookie Garyon Conley to a grand jury. That's what the NFL Network reports. The woman accused Conley of assaulting her in a Cleveland hotel back in April. Also in the AFC North, the Ravens have waived Arena League QB David Olsen after just three days, and they've signed Josh Woodrum, instead adding another backup QB until Flacco returns from his back injury. Experience why for nearly a century men have trusted Barbasol for a close, comfortable shave. Whether it's extra moisturizing with vitamin E or soothing aloe, all you have to do is sit back and bask in the glory of your close shave. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbasol. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 2:01 live at Redskins training camp, where the team is scheduled to be back on the field at three o'clock this afternoon. They'll be in full pads for a full practice. Our coverage continues until six on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The big news of the weekend: the injury of Keith Marshall, the running back, done for the year after tearing his patella tendon during Saturday afternoon's practice here at the Bonsecourt Training Center. It'll be the second consecutive season the 23-year-old misses after being sidelined all of 2016. Former UVA O-lineman and nine-year NFL vet Brandon Albert has announced that he'll retire from the league. Albert will not play a down for Jacksonville after he was traded to the Jags this past March. It's off to Miami tonight for a three-game series versus the Marlins as the Nationals roll into Florida. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Squirrels off today. They begin a six-game road trip in Portland, Maine tomorrow. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center, live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, where today's coverage is presented by Town Bank. Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Town Bank, an equal opportunity lender, FDIC. Online at townbank.com. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. 
Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. A rare third hour of uh, the Midday Show here on ESPN at 950, 102.7 FM. Matt Josephs, Andrew Wiles taking you up to 3 o'clock. Coming up this hour, we'll talk a little National Football League with uh, Raymond Summerlin of rotoworld.com. He will join the show at 2.15 to uh, kind of give us some headlines from around the league and some early things to look forward to. They uh, they do some very good work over at rotoworld.com if you're a fan of uh, fantasy football or just uh, in general uh, the way they roll, roll out their website. So Raymond Summerlin will join us at 2.15. Uh, 2.30, we will do our position battle for today, wide receivers. Uh, I have a feeling that we're both going to kind of agree there, but we still are going to do a little bit, talk about the wide receivers. Terrell Pryor was on the uh, uh, podium earlier today. We heard from him in the first hour of the show. I don't know if we're going to agree, though, because you hinted that you might be cutting Brian Quick. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Brian Quick. Why are you giving this away? We're trying to do a tease. Well, I tease my thing. I ruin your thing. Yeah, you just ruined (laughs) my thing. I don't know what. But there's some decisions to be made at wide receiver, so we'll think about that. You said it on the air last hour. And then 2.45, we're going to hear from Jay Gruden, who uh, usually steps to the podium at that time. We'll play you Jay Gruden. And if you miss Jay Gruden, you can hear it in the 5 o'clock hour during Hardly Work, and he comes on at 3 o'clock. 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Tweet us at midmajormat at AWOL ESPN. Uh, at ESPN Richmond if you want to get involved in the conversation like some of our listeners did when we were, had Bram Weinstein on, uh, the uh, number one ally of uh, Richmond, Virginia, who, uh, who said he's going to be at some brewery later on today. Who knows? One of the fantastic breweries uh, in this city. Um, Looking over the headlines, a headline-free walkthrough once again for the Redskins. The headline came on Saturday. Keith Marshall got hurt. We found out Torn Patellar tendon. He is done for the season. Uh, that may, that clears up the running back position a little bit, but I still don't think it gives any sort of hope to Matt Jones staying on this roster. Yeah, it really doesn't tell us too much other than the fact that Keith's had an unfortunate injury play career. So I really can't glean too much on that one for you, Matt. Um, uh, other than that, though, as we said, it was a great attendance for the morning walkthrough today. Um, the walkthroughs, as far as I've seen, really haven't been that great uh, in terms of people here. Uh, we've got a nice, solid crowd yeah. for the in-between part right now. I think people up. are starting to head over. Um, if you want to head over, obviously, parking, you can park wherever. Where, well, not wherever, because obviously you could get towed if you're in the wrong spot. But there's plenty of places, side streets, uh the Boulevard, um, Broad Street, whatever. You could, there's plenty of places that you can park if you're uh, trying to head over. Um, and, yeah, there's food here, and there's all sorts of good stuff for you to do and to kill time until 3 o'clock when they're back on the field. Yeah, you can check out the Redskins team shop as well. Oh, can you not be a sellout? Well, all the, all the minor bashing I've been doing recently in the last hour or so, I mean, trying to keep it real, you got to bring bring it back down and bring the Redskins back up. Um. 6220950 is the phone number, 6389508. We also did our opponent preview of the Oakland Raiders in hour number one. Um, we are efforting a Chiefs person for tomorrow, probably. Uh, and uh, uh, we all, except for Henny, have them at two and one. Henny has them at one and two. 
uh, which I think they'll take as a good start, and then they enter that big Monday night game in week number four against the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. Yeah, the, the schedule right here is going to be a real rough stretch, and if the Redskins can even get out of it around 500, then I think that they've done a successful job. Um, other than that, national headlines, it is the non-waiver trade deadline. Uh, non-waiver trade deadline till uh, 4 o'clock. Does not look like the Nationals are going to do anything. There might be some rumblings of things here and there, but I don't see the Nationals making any other sort of trades. Doesn't look like Justin Verlander is going to get traded. Uh, the Tigers have pulled him off the uh, deadline uh, table. Uh, I think Justin Verlander is going to get traded this offseason. Um, that's just my guess. I think when they have more time to sit down and figure it out, whether they just want to purge the contract or they just want to get some prospects back, I think that's what the decision will be. Uh, there's no sunny gray trade so far, um, so we'll keep you posted. That's up until 4 o'clock. Uh, Los Angeles is getting the Oli Summer Olympics in 2028, so that's a, a very interesting headline. The Stats FCS preseason All-America team is out. Uh, first team All-Conference, JMU's Aaron Stinney. He was placed on the first team. <clears throat> uh, second team, you've got uh, JMU's Andrew Ankara. He is on second team along with uh, Richmond kicker Griffin Trow and Liberty's long snapper Hunter Winstead. Uh, third team all-conference, Jonathan Klusterman out of JMU, Chris Durant out of William & Mary, um, Juwan Wells of Liberty, Raven Green of JMU, uh, Alex Probert of Liberty. So there are several people from uh, local ties here. And Deontes Thompson, Deontes Thompson out of Richmond. Yeah. Uh, he's on third team. Uh, also, Doug Brooks has signed a contract to go to Slovakia. So Doug Brooks' experience will be heading to Slovakia. I wonder what the shock is for something like that. Like, okay, so you're used to America, you're used to American basketball, and then all of a sudden you realize, okay, I'm not going to be able to play here. So you're trying to think of bigger countries that you want to go to, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, how about Slovakia? I think there's probably a little bit of a shock, but at the same time, as an American in another country, usually if you are at least a semi-prominent American which playing for a pro basketball team, then you're able to kind of figure things out. Um, I, uh, I, I, I think it'll be interesting and fun for him to, to be there. I'm sure there's a McDonald's at least in Slovakia. <laughs> there's McDonald's everywhere. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, I, we'll see. I wish Doug Brooks good luck in, in his, uh, future endeavors in, uh, Slovakia. Of course, TJ Klein signed a deal right. earlier, uh, to go to Istanbul. Um, so that's going to be an, a, a, an interesting transition for T.J. Klein, although T.J. Klein was not a traditional player anyway in that he was a big and he could shoot well and he could pass well, and that's not what you expect from your big man. So he'll be able to transition nicely. It's and pure Euro mold right there, though. Exactly. Uh, and everybody's pretty much reported. Uh, they either reported today, over the weekend. So everybody's in camp right now. We'll start talking a little UVA, some Virginia Tech. Uh, some JMU, Richmond, all that good stuff. You'll get all that coverage coming up, and uh, we'll see. Uh, the biggest thing to look for in these headlines uh, from these camps is a lack of headlines, Andrew. I think the biggest thing is you don't want injuries. You don't want your team losing a player of any sort of uh, ilk, uh, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, and you want also no one to transfer out. Dysfunction, injuries, and any sort of negative academic news is about all you can get out of a, a college camp you want your pro you want your coach's press conference to be as boring as could be every yep. day because then he's got nothing to talk about uh let's take a time out 622-0950 is the phone number 638-9508 is the text line tweet me at mid-major matt at awol espn if you want to get involved in the show coming up we will take a broad picture look at the nfl raymond summerlin will join us after this you're listening to espn 950 102.7 fm 
Do you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled returns? Call Tax Mediation Services for a free consultation. As a special bonus, the first 50 callers who call now will receive a free tax investigation valued at over $1,000. Our team of experienced tax professionals can stop active IRS collections, including any bank levies and wage garnishments they may have on you. Call now and ask about getting a free investigation for your tax issue. You must owe over $10,000 to qualify. Call 855-993-5118. 855-993-5118. Hey guys, this is Big Al, and I want to talk to you about something serious, prostate cancer. One in seven of us will develop it, I know firsthand, because I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Fortunately, I was diagnosed early, and when caught early, it's treatable. I went to Virginia Urology, where my doctor discussed my options, listened to my concerns, and took care of me in a thorough and professional manner. So if you're over 40, have a family history, or African American, you need to talk to your doctor about an annual prostate cancer screening. Call Virginia Urology at 330-9105 or go to uro.com. Hey folks, this is Buzz with Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue with number three in our series on Real Barbecue. When it comes to my barbecue, it needs to be cooked with wood or natural chunk charcoal made from real wood. For the serious barbecue, I recommend a combination of the two. Charcoal provides a fairly consistent heat source but imparts little flavor to your meat while the green wood or wet wood chips provide the smoke that gives it the unmistakable flavor of real barbecue. Please, people, don't use charcoal briquettes which are actually made from a combination of coal dust, charcoal dust, and chemicals such as nitrates and rock lime. That stuff will give you some funky barbecue. Trust me on that. I've I've tried it. We down at Buzz and Ned's use only fresh-cut hickory logs that have come to us the day they were cut from the forest. That makes smoke that is blue-white in color and as smooth as a single-barrel bourbon. Come on down to the boulevard and let's compare notes. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Who doesn't love pizza? Order any menu item online at PapaJohns.com and receive 30% off with a promo code ESPN950. That's only at PapaJohns.com. If the Redskins are in Richmond, then we're on the air live from training camp. Listen to live coverage exclusively on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and ESPNRichmond.com. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. This here is a remarkable so-so death. Welcome back. Midday show, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. We are live here at Redskins training camp. And uh, time to take a broader look at the NFL as a whole. One website I go to for all my information is rotoworld.com. Joining us now, Raymond Summerlin. Raymond, how's it going? Doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? Good, Raymond. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about um, looking at your website today. And I saw a quote talking about Christian McCaffrey, unstoppable as a wide receiver. There is some, uh, you know, between McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette, there's a little bit of hype between those two guys. What are you buying about them early on? Well, with Fournette, I mean, I think you have to buy what the coaching staff wants to do. They're trying to hide Blake Bortles. They drafted him. 
Their offensive line looked like it was going to be better, but obviously another big story this morning with Brandon Albert retiring, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But they definitely want to run the football. You don't draft a guy where they drafted Fournette and not bring him in and try to run him. So that's what you're looking at with Fournette. For McCaffrey, the Panthers, kind of like the Jaguars, have made their intentions clear about what they want to do. They drafted McCaffrey. In the second round, they go and get Curtis Samuel. They've talked about wanting Cam Newton to get the ball out of his hands more quickly, not run as much, use the running backs and kind of that slot receiver in the passing game, in the short passing game. So I think that McCaffrey's going to be utilized there. That doesn't mean that Jonathan Stewart disappears. In fact, I think that McCaffrey's being a little overvalued in fantasy and, and Jonathan Stewart's being undervalued, but certainly the role is going to be there for McCaffrey, who is just a, you know, a dynamic talent, especially as a receiver out of the backfield. It seems like there's a lot of running back battles of note in the NFL. Let's head to one that you highlighted in your last training camp preview article, the Battle of New Orleans with uh, Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson. How do you see that splitting up? And then how do you see us being able to draft either of those two guys? Well, I think that it's going to be a three-way competition. If you go through New Orleans kind of even recent history with Mark Ingram when he came into the league, he was kind of in a three-way share with guys like Pierre Thomas. And then last year you had three guys in cadet, Tim Hightower and Mark Ingram getting touches. I think they want to do that again with Adrian Peterson kind of playing that early season or that early career Mark Ingram role, not getting many catches. Mark Ingram filling more of that Pierre Thomas role. And then they have a, a great rookie who they is earning just rave camp reviews. And Alvin Kamara, who's going to be more of their passing down guy. And that's how I think it plays out. And so if you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective, I guess you're looking for who do you think gets the touchdowns? Maybe that's Adrian Peterson. But the problem with Peterson is that name value. You know, when people, when, when the home leaguers start drafting, that name value of Adrian Peterson still being on the board, that pushes his name up and up and higher and higher. And if he's in a timeshare and not getting all of the work, that might create a situation where he's pretty overvalued, especially considering, you know, he's coming off a year where he was injured most of it and then wasn't particularly good when he was on the field. So if I'm picking anyone out of this backfield, it'll be Ingram. But in reality, I might just be staying away unless we get quite a bit more clarity before before week one. You touched on the retirement of Brandon Albert. Obviously, with a rookie coming in and Leonard Fournette for the Jaguars, Albert would have been a nice mainstay to have on that offensive line. How does that affect Leonard Fournette's value? I think it's a ding. I, I mean, Cam Robinson's going to come in and – play left tackle there was talk that he would play you know one of the guard spots now they're going to have to find someone to play left guard or I guess right guard if they move you know AJ can I believe it plays over there they move him over that's that's a downgrade to their offensive line so that's a problem for Fournette but if someone's going to come in and, and get the volume then that's you know in, in the running back world we live in where you're just hoping for a guy to get 225 carries if someone comes in and gets the value that means that he's probably going to be a you know a top 12 at worst top 15 running back and so it's it's you can only move Fournette down so low before you start getting into some really really big questions at running back we'll stay with injury news we're here in Richmond live broadcasting from Redskins training camp where one of the stories last week was Jordan Reed being added to the pup list obviously Reed's had a lot of injuries over the course of his career already and this one arguably minor, but then you factor in the idea that since he's on this pup list, he could then be added to the regular season pup list. Does that scare you if you're considering drafting Jordan Reed? Well, I don't think if you're considering drafting Jordan Reed, I don't think you're drafting him thinking he's going to play 16 games. I just don't, you know, I don't believe he has in his career off the top of my head. I don't think that that's what you're going in. You're going in hoping you can get, you know, 12 games of him and he's so much better than everybody else, especially in PPR leagues. 
um, that you, you're hoping you get 12 games with him. You can kind of fill in for the rest of the time, and that's what you're looking for. So this doesn't really change that math for me, but it, I mean, it is a concern. The toe injury, I guess uh, Coach Jay Gruden said that he twisted his ankle in response to trying to compensate for the toe. Obviously, you don't like that. I guess on the bright side, you can say, you know, well, at least this is happening early. But, you know, if I'm looking at drafting Jordan Reed, unless he's falling quite a bit further than he is now, so a couple rounds below where he's falling now, which I believe is in the fourth round, I'm just not that interested because tight end is a position that you can get by by streaming, especially this year. There's a lot of depth at tight end. you got guys like Jack Doyle and Eric Ebron and even you know Julius Thomas, who might be able to get you quite a few touchdowns, that are going late in drafts. So I don't tend to draft those upper-tier guys, but if you want to draft an upper-tier guy – I don't think you're that worried about Jordan Reed only playing, you know, 12 or 13 games because he is that good when he's on the field. And the Skins receiving core is pretty revamped. You talk about the Terrell Pryor ad. They signed Brian Quick. Josh Doxson, who was banged up last year and now in his second year out of TCU, is expected to have a primary role, but really the only receiver coming back who contributed a lot last year was Jameson Crowder, who as a Jameson Crowder owner last year, there was a lot of up and down value from him because sometimes he was targeted in more games than in others what do you think of this Redskins receiving core in terms of a fantasy perspective well I love Josh Doxson as as a player I thought that was a great pick last year and unfortunately he had the injury but I'm going into this year thinking that he's pretty clearly the third option in the receiving core behind Pryor you mentioned who they brought over and Jamison Crowder I actually I am most interested in Jamison Crowder Terrell Pryor is more valuable in standard league but if you're looking at point per reception league I think you look at how many targets the Redskins lost, how many targets Crowder saw last season, and I'm looking at his projected role and thinking, this is a guy who could lead the league in catches, especially if Washington keeps throwing the way they did last season. We'll see, you know, the running game, maybe it gets a little bit better with, you know, with Rob Kelly and P. Ryan if they want to continue doing that. But there's an opportunity him for, here for him to have 100 catches. And at point for reception leagues, that's, that's huge. So I am completely on board with Jamison Crowder. I think that he's being undervalued in both formats. Talking with Raymond Summerlin of rotoworld.com. Uh, follow him on Twitter at rmsummerlin. Um, how much are you buying when a player, when a coach hypes up a player after a couple of practices? How much are you buying into it, and how much would you move a guy who's getting hyped up a little bit on your on your depth chart? Uh, none. I, you know, it's so funny. We uh, over at RotoWorld, we we're almost obligated to you know, post all things. I wrote one this morning about Tyreek Hill and everybody saying, you know, everybody practiced just marveling at what he was doing. But, you know, those are things that you need to see, not just after three or four practices. If that was the case, you know, you'd be drafting every Miami Dolphin number one overall, because apparently every Miami Dolphin has had the greatest offseason in the history of the world. But you, you want to see that over time, especially in the preseason. So I try not to overreact. Now, if it's week after week, and a guy climbs the depth chart, and we go into the preseason, and they're getting peppered with targets, they're getting a lot of carries, that changes my mind. But here after the first week of training camp, I try my best. I might not be successful all the time, but I try my best to kind of temper expectations even on some of those, you know, some of those big lofty praise that we see sometimes out of coaches. Let's continue with the, uh, the running back battles because, as I mentioned, there are so many. Let's head to Minnesota. Uh, we don't know when Latavius Murray is going to be back. Uh, you've got Dalvin Cook out there. You've got some other options. Uh, you've got Jarek McKinnon out there. How do you envision the Minnesota backfield working out? Well, Latavius came out. Latavius Murray came out today and said he doesn't have a timetable for when he'd come back. You know, he signed his his contract, and then I think a couple weeks later had ankle surgery. He's still not back on the field. 
we there was some optimism, but that seems to have dissipated. I think that this is Dalvin Cook's job, and I think that it's it's going to be his job by a little bit, especially if we go another two or three weeks and Murray's not back. The concern that I would have with Murray, if I'm a Dalvin Cook, you know, owner, if I'm a drafting Dalvin Cook, is that Murray has been successful in the red zone, especially at the goal line. There's a chance that he turns into the, you know, their new version of Matt Asiata just comes in and vultures three touchdowns every other game. But I think that Dalvin Cook is easily the back to own here. And uh, I kind of like him where he's going in drafts because I do think that the Vikings are going to be able to run the ball a little bit better this year. And that certainly helps out Cook. Uh, one more. Let's keep it going because uh, I was a frustrated Jeremy Hill owner in the past. Uh, I uh, don't know what he's going to do this year. You've got Gio Bernard there who's coming off an of injury, and then you've got Mixon coming in. How do you envision the Cincinnati backfield going? I absolutely uh, love Joe Mixon as a player. Obviously, there are major other concerns there, but as a player on the football field, he's a very good. He's actually able to to give them something they haven't had. You know, Giovanni Bernard does better on early downs than people give him credit for, but he's primarily a passing down back. It's the opposite for Jeremy Hill. Mixon is kind of a marriage of both of those, and they talked about that in the offseason. Specifically, Andy Dalton talked about the versatility that that allows them to have, the lack of predictability that that allows them to have. I think that Mixon's going to win an early, a big early role over Jeremy Hill, even with Giovanni Bernard, you know, way ahead, it looks like, in his ACL recovery. Didn't even land on the PUP list to start training camp. I think that this is Mixon's job to lose. We'll have to see what happens, and that opinion could certainly change as we go through the preseason. But I am, I am all aboard the Mixon hype train. When we were heading into our fantasy drafts last year, Ty Montgomery was the fourth receiver on this Packers team who really spread the ball around, but still, as I said, a fourth receiver. And now he is probably going to be the starting running back. What's his value? I think that he's a pretty solid running back, too, with, you know, with the upside for more. Yeah, I, I think we think about him as a former receiver, but if you read the scouting reports when he was coming out of Stanford, there were a lot of people that said this guy's future is at running back. He didn't look it didn't look unnatural at all last year as a running back. He did deal with injuries, which are which is a concern. But you know, this is a big player. I know people talk about the Packers rookie Jamal Williams, who is more of a north and south kind of guy, but Ty Montgomery's actually bigger than Jamal Williams, who people are thinking of as a goal line back. So he's not a small guy, he's not that prototypical receiver, that lanky receiver. I think that he, in this offense, if they are committed to running the football, which they weren't last year for probably obvious reasons, he has a lot of upside. If you go back and look at what Eddie Lacy did his first two years in the league, you know, 1,500 yards, 10 touchdowns. If you look at what Lacy and Starks did together that next year, there's a lot of upside in this offense, and I like Montgomery quite a bit. Follow him on Twitter at RM Summerlin. Go to the website, rotoworld.com, one of our absolute favorites for fantasy football information. Raymond, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we can talk again soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right. So that is Raymond Summerlin of rotoworld.com. Let's take a timeout. Coming up, position battles still to come, as well as Jay Gruden at the podium. You're listening to the Midday Show, brought to you by Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue here on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Register now for fall classes at Reynolds Community College. Did you know students who earn a two-year transfer associate degree at Reynolds can save over $20,000 when transferring to a four-year public college in Virginia? Visit Reynolds.edu. Classes begin August 21st. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. 
Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. If your car is no longer covered by a manufacturer's warranty, repairing it can break the bank. Rebuild, replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild, replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. A vehicle service contract just makes sense. And a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty makes the most sense. Many other companies hit you with a large down payment. With Toco, there's no down payment. And with Toco, you can pay as you go with affordable payments. Don't waste another minute. Pick up the phone and call Toco right now to start saving big money on expensive covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle. The monthly price for most plans? About the cost of a tank of gas per month. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-269-3200. That's 800-269-3200. 800-269-3200. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 228 live at Redskins training camp. Jay Gruden expected to speak to the media in about 15 minutes. He'll address Keith Marshall, who's now done for the year after tearing his patella tendon during Saturday afternoon's practice at the Bond Score Training Center. That's coming up at 245 here on ESPN 950 and 1027 FM. Former UVA offensive lineman and nine-year NFL vet Brandon Albert has announced he'll retire from the league. Albert not playing a down for Jacksonville after he was traded to the Jags in March. Off to Miami tonight for the Nationals as they begin a three-game series with the Marlins. Pre-game coverage starts 630 on ESPN 950 and 1027 FM. Squirrels off today. They begin a six-game road trip in Portland Maine tomorrow. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center. 2.30 of the time, Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 1027 FM. City Dogs is a proud sponsor of the Washington Redskins training camp live coverage. Heard exclusively on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. For more than 45 years, the Kelleher Heating and Cooling family has built an enviable reputation throughout Central Virginia for installing and maintaining high-quality home comfort systems. Founded in 1968, Kelleher HVAC includes three generations of Kelleher's working to serve your home comfort needs. Kelleher developed with a simple mission statement that remains true today. To provide homeowners and small businesses with the finest quality heating and oil, cooling, plumbing, electrical and generators at a reasonable price. Kelleher's service and installation providers average 28 years of know-how, having earned the highest certifications available. Visit KelleherHVAC.com for more information or call 649-7501 to speak to a representative for an in-home survey of your heating and cooling system. City Dogs is the proud sponsor of Sportphone with Big Al. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp. Heard daily from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Come to the new fan event celebration in the end zone. Bid on signed Redskins memorabilia and meet team personnel Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 after training camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket information. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Redskins are in the RVA, meaning it's time to break down the big position battles and forecast the team's depth chart. Time to do a little bit of position battles here on the Midday Show, the extended version. We've already covered the running backs and the defensive line so far. It's been a, a good trek through breaking down where team 
of the Redskins will sit in terms of the depth chart. So today we're going to get into the wide receiver group, which is a completely new group pretty much, Matt. Yeah, it is a completely new group. It's a uh, it's a ever-evolving group. Of course, we've started out training camp with Kendall Thompson on the PUP list. That does not help him very much in terms of his status on the roster. Um, I mean, we know what's happening at the top. You've got Terrell Pryor. You've got Josh Doxson, who is healthy right now. You've got uh, Jamison Crowder. Um, and these are the three that, of course, are the guys that we know about and will be there most often in the three wide receiver sets. Uh, we know also that they're replacing some big shoes. I mean, this is no longer Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon. This is Terrell Pryor, and then who knows? I mean, you know, I, I don't. How much can you count for Josh Doxson right now when he hasn't even seen the field much in a regular season game? Yeah, it's really tough to anticipate that. But there's been a lot of praise in terms of Josh Doxson, so there've been some talking points there as well. Although one of the things here is Josh Doxson. Had to learn some stuff last year from Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garcon. Probably route running, man. Just uh, the ability to break down, uh, the ability to know when to go to 100%, 70% in your routes uh, and, and which routes to do it in. So uh, I learned that from them. And then uh, just watching everybody in the locker room, how to be a pro and uh, you know how long the season is and what you got to do to make sure you maintain. So 2,000-yard receivers gone, but you get at least a year worth of teaching out of them for your now second-year big-time prospect at the receiver position. Uh, and the and the thing is, you know, we know what J- Jamison Crowder can do. He was one of the best slot guys in the league last year. Um, that was also when they had less attention paid to him because there was a Jackson, because there was a Garcon, because there were other people around him. Now more attention will be paid to him because he is a known quantity. So we'll see if how much that adjusts his statistics you know, depending upon who we talk to in fantasy football circles, there is a lot of love for Jamison Crowder, more so than Terrell Pryor, or about the same as Terrell Pryor. Yeah, I was surprised. Raymond seemed very hype for Jamison Crowder this year, but you made a really good point there because he is a known factor now, Jamison Crowder, but it seems like the Redskins are trying to keep him in the same spot by adding Terrell Pryor on the outside and then moving Doxon to the other side, so they're going to keep Jamison Crowder in the slot. Uh, so once we get past the kind of the three... That's when the question marks start. Um, there is Ryan Grant, the bane of my existence on this team. I don't know why you just – I guess you just don't understand why. He well, I just don't think he's very good. I don't think he adds very much. I just think he's there. He he's does. He do, he's an all right special teams guy. He does special guy. teams, yeah. Okay, that's great. That's fantastic. But, I mean, he hasn't shown me anything when it comes to being on the field. Yes, he had some catches on Saturday. And, yes, he's going to catch the ball when it's thrown to him. But he's not special. He's not. He's just okay. I mean, he wasn't great when he came from Tulane. So, yeah. but the problem is, you know, before going into this, you know, I'm trying to decide how many they're going to keep. You look at the rest of this group. It's just, eh. Brian Quick was a was relatively a failure in uh, St. Louis yeah, slash he was, L.A. He was middling and maybe a little decent. It wasn't great, but then again, he was not in an offense that featured him. So maybe he plays better in an offense that features him more or throws the ball more. He had various sundry uh, quarterbacks throwing him the ball. Yeah, and then you have Maurice Harris, who made the team last year and got called up from the practice squad. I do like Maurice Harris. Did pretty well, so he's always an interesting guy. And then you have the young names, especially the college free agents. ODU fans know Zach Pascal, a really interesting guy. James Quick from Louisville also had a pretty good college career. And then Robert Davis, a guy we've spoken to on this station, has had a really great career in college, and the Redskins really like him as well. He's actually had some highlight catches that – People have been talking about a lot on social media. So I think that there's a couple of names here that you'll probably see featured on the practice. Court. I don't, I mean, it's just it's it's when you look at it, they're better. 
you know, we're going to do our top five most indispensable guys on this roster probably later on this week. None of them are going to be from the Redskins, wide receiver. No, I think one of them is going oh, to be a do? wide receiver. Okay, I well. think one of them is going to be a wide receiver because, um, uh, I mean, the group behind them is just so mediocre. And when we were talking to Bram and uh, when we were talking to um, – who I was mentioning that there's a lot of C-plus guys. Oh, Jerry Brewer was saying to Al this morning there's a lot of C-plus guys on the Redskins, and they need to add more B-minus, B-plus type guys. And, well, here they are backing up the A-plus guys at wide receiver. So, all right, so. So I got nine already. How, how many How many wide receivers did the team keep last year? I think they kept six. Okay, so if they kept six wide receivers, we know we both agree Pryor, Doxon, Crowder. Yes. Um. My God. I mean – to me, it's between um, – I think they keep Robert Davis. I liked what he did at Georgia State. I think they keep Robert Davis. Um, he was a, He's a pretty solid receiver. He's also got size, which is no longer as much of an issue with this team as it was in the past. Are you really going to cut Ryan Grant? I mean, I can't because I want to be right. Yeah, I want to be right. But too. I don't – But I don't. I, I, I don't. if it was my team, Ryan Grant would have been cut already. I would have had Ryan, Ryan on the street years ago. Uh I think Ryan Grant and Brian Quick take one spot. I'm going Pryor, Dotson, Crowder, Robert Davis, Maurice Harris, and either Quick or Grant. I'm going to go Pryor, Dotson, Crowder, Grant, Harris, and Quick because get Brian Quick because I think that you're going to put Robert Davis on the practice squad. Now the problem is when you look up the headlines and the Twitter headlines. Like if you, here's what I use to figure out who's having a good camp or who's not having a good camp. If you can Twitter search a guy. And his name pops up for, ooh, good catch, ooh, this. Which, like I said, you've seen that from Robert Davis. Right. We've seen that from these guys. It's better than the guys who don't get mentioned at all. Like, oh, you forget they're on the roster. That's not what you want to see, especially when we get down to the fourth, fifth, sixth wide receiver on this roster. You've got to stand out some way, and that's one of the reasons a lot of these rookies, when you talk to them, you can either ask them about the practice squad or they bring it up because they're just looking for anything to stand out. It means more reps, more time with the coaching staff, so – I think that that's something that maybe Zach Pascal has the edge over Robert Davis on, but I do like Robert Davis at the end of the day a little bit better. But I'm going to stick with the, those six, Pryor, Dotson, Crowder, Ryan Grant, Maurice Harris, and Brian Quick. Uh, okay, I'm going Pryor, Dotson, Crowder, Robert Davis, Maurice Harris, and either Grant or Quick. I can sell out. But when we officially give, like, our final ones, the final day of camp, then I can decide who it's going to be. But for now, I'm keeping six wide receivers. You are also keeping six wide receivers. And um, our big decision is between Grant and Quick, who, you know, we'll see. I believe you have 16, though, right? Because you're keeping one more defensive lineman than I am. I think I'm – I have uh, six three, six – se- I have seven defensive linemen. Yeah, so you're at 16, I'm at 15. Correct. Seven defensive linemen, three running backs, and six wide receivers. Um, and I think that, you know – oh, and we can also throw in the specials. There's no change anywhere else. Yeah, Dressway is going to be the punter. Right. Uh, the kicker is going to be uh, Dustin Hopkins. Hopkins. And then Nick Sundberg's going to win the long right. long snapper job. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have to worry about that too much. I mean, Nick Sundberg spent time in the offseason with Marquette King working out, so you know that he's really getting it in. Right. So I think the, the specialists are who the specialists are. I don't think that – you know, Drew Gruden said that he wasn't going to bring anybody in to compete a kicker, and I don't think there's any need for him to, to do so. So – um, that is today's position battle, the wide receivers, as we uh, get you set for our 53-man roster unveils uh, the final day of Redskins training camp. Let's take a timeout. Coming up, uh, we will take you up to Coach Jay Gruden's press conference. He will be at the podium live a little bit later on here on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. 
You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. With over 70 years of experience, Costume Floors is the only name you need to know when it comes to flooring. Whether it's hardwood, carpet, tile, plank, vinyl, or other fine choices, your best choice is Costume Floors. Services? Again, Costa comes out on top. Sanding and refinishing, home installation, interior design, and more. Costin Floors is conveniently located at 9840 Mayland Drive off Gaskins Road in the West End. Call Costa at 527-2929 and on the web at costinfloors.com. Family owned and family run by Richmonders for over 70 quality years. Stop by today. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-921-4588 Buzz and Ned's kicks off the summer with a pig-picking party for all the real barbecue fans out there. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory cup logs, served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzandneds.com. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The next time you run a marathon, wear red. Studies prove red makes you feel more confident, signals dominance, giving you a greater chance of winning. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Who doesn't love pizza? Order any menu item online at PapaJohns.com and receive 30% off with a promo code ESPN950. That's only at PapaJohns.com. Get ready to huddle up. When football season returns, so do the Spiders and the Redskins. Your home for college and NFL football all season. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Work, 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 work. It's a me heavy work, work. Welcome back. Midday show, ESPN at 9.50, brought to you by Buzz and Ned. Uh, the original, just a block from training camp around the corner, 1119 North Boulevard, the newest location, 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. Uh, we are awaiting Coach Jay Gruden at the press conference, as uh, and this is a rare time for Andrew and I to be on when there's stuff going on, or at least getting ready to um, practice. will be starting at 3 o'clock. Uh, we've got some early action here. I don't know who this is uh, at wide receiver. Um, but he is out here on a um, a little wobbly, almost like a wobbly chair type thing. He's on a wobbler and trying to catch passes, I'm guessing, uh, in terms of skirting the sideline. 
From the jug machine, man. I'm guessing that might be Dachshund. That might be Pryor. Who knows? It looks like the style of Pryor. Could be the could be Pryor. Pryor's been big in terms of uh, trying to get uh, a lot more reps in after practice. Um, it's funny because today he was asking um, Redskins PR because he was on the podium today. How much longer could he stay with the jugs gun uh, before he had to go up there and talk to the media? And uh, so he was working out. He he does a lot to try and make sure his hands are good. And 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 of course he's going to be very busy. So drills like that is going to be very big. I'm pretty sure that is prior. I've seen him do stuff similar to that on his Instagram account. Well, see, we used to be able to figure out who these guys were because he he was the tall guy. Well, now he's no longer the tall guy. He's a tall guy. Um, he's doing drills now with the jugs gun where he's trying to get one foot in uh, and at a close range. So. Um, He's getting a lot of work in. Got to perfect that balancing, Matt. I mean, you know, you got to do that in the NFLs. You got to get uh, two feet in. This is not like the uh, college football where you only have to get one foot in there, Andrew. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, so we are awaiting Jay Gruden at the uh, podium, and uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot to talk about, as he always does. He'll bring up the Keith Marshall injury, um, the unfortunate first injury of sorts, uh, serious sorts, for the Redskins. He will have that to talk about and, uh, you know, various other stories. Oh. There's my there's my Lavernius Coles guy there He's sitting go. right there with uh, with the uh, Lavernius Coles. So he is our leader so far. Although oh. it might be different than the Coles I saw this morning. Like oh. There's two Lavernius Coles. Could be floating around. Was it a home or a white jersey? Uh, I think it was a white jersey that was here earlier in the morning, and that was a burgundy jersey. So there's been potentially two Lavernius Coleses. Should we have them fight to the death for the box of cards? Yes, I think that would be great radio. You and I will just comment and do play-by-play in regards to the people wearing Lavernius Coles jerseys. But we're still waiting for our most, our more random jersey, whoever that may be. I mean, no, I'm not taking any Cousins jerseys or, you know, anything like that. Um, can't be on the current roster. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, it can. It can be on the current roster. Sonny Jurgensen, I don't think that's random that's enough. That's not random so. enough. And then I want, like, a Robert Davis. Remember the linebacker who was here? Oh, yeah. I yeah. want uh, I want somebody completely random. If somebody had a, a Hoffman jersey, they win. I mean, just shut the contest Basically, off. you just want someone who took a flyer on a Redskins player trying to make the team and totally whiffed. And it's just somebody who uh, didn't actually, you know, care that it was somebody, you know, a kicker, a punter. A long snapper. I can't tell if that's sadistic or it just means you really respect fans who take the next level interest in the team. No, I just more respect the fact that people who spend their money on uh, a jersey and put, you know, uh, somebody else's name on the back of it. I do not want you to have your own name on the back of it. I despise those people. Though not those people. The people, who, not the, the jerseys that have your own name on the right, back right, of it. Right, right, uh, right. Six two two zero nine fifty is the phone number. Six three eight nine five zero eight is the text line. Tweet me at midmajormat at awall espn as we await uh, Coach Gruden. Uh, Redskins live press conferences here on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM are brought to you exclusively by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist online at paddleva.com. Um, the the, papar- the paparazzi are putting their uh, things on the, on the podium now, and here is Coach Jay Gruden. Can we just get whatever update you have on Keith Marshall? Yes, he will have surgery tomorrow, I believe. Torres patella tendon. Uh, we signed Kenny Hilliard today, running back from uh, played at LSU. Has been a couple teams. Yeah, I think he's Ike's cousin, actually. Jay, um, uh, Kirk has, has talked about Terrell Pryor and, and a couple of things he's noticed that reminds him of his quarterback background. I mean, have you noticed anything with him 
about how he thinks the game or, or things that he does uh, that shows that he has that kind of history at, at playing the quarterback position? His ability to retain and pick up information in a hurry, really. He's picked up this system effortlessly, um, asked good questions, uh, has great logic when he's asking questions, wants to add more stuff for himself. <laughs> like most quarterbacks would do, but uh, he, he's been outstanding, really. You know, and uh, I just like the fact that he's a very bright guy, um, understands coverages, understands uh, where the ball should go, and uh, and route concepts, which is very big. So he's a very smart receiver. Now it's just about polishing up uh, the little things and the details of each route, and likes what we're with him on that. Do you think a guy like Terrell, because he was a quarterback, can help some of the other receivers understand what a quarterback wants out of them in terms of, of route recognition and those sort of things? It could be eventually. I think right now Terrell needs to you know, just focus on his job right now and then the different uh, formations and route concepts that we have. I think eventually he can branch off into that role. Um, but really all our receivers are, are very, very bright. You know, Ryan Grant, he knows all three. Jameson Crowder, they don't need a lot of help. Uh, Mo Harris, very smart. Some of the younger guys, maybe Zach Pascal, some of the younger guys quick uh, might be able to help with. But uh, for the most part, he's working on his own craft. Coach, over here, at the, at the running back position, you look at so much tape. <laughs> this guy always makes me laugh. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is it? that a running back has to do to, to come out of the shadows and flash in front of the coach's eyes? What is it that you're looking for? Well, there's a lot. You know, there's, number one, you have to be able to protect. You know, I know that sounds funny and, and crazy, but you got to be able to pass protect because eventually you're going to be asked in that role. And then, uh, obviously, ball security is very important. Um, and then when you get the ball in your hands, what do you do with it? You know, can you make people miss? Can you get the tough yards? Sometimes we're not going to block everybody. And can you make a guy miss in the hole or can you get a positive gain? I think that's what really separated Rob last year is, is we didn't block certain runs very well, but he's always able to get two or three yards and keep us in manageable down and distances. We didn't lose a lot of yards when he was carrying it. So uh, those are the big factors, protection, uh, ball security, and then uh, able to get the tough yards. If I may follow. And then durability. Durability is also obviously very important. Mm -hmm. In the offseason, Matt Jones had some issues. What you've seen from him this week and a half, mm -hmm. has he shown you something? He has. You know, he's had some tough runs between the tackles. Just the other day, well, first day in pads, really running backs, it's hard to really gauge until you put the pads on. Even even now, we're not tackling live. But you can see that he's hitting the hole. He's got good body lean, and, and he's working hard to compete, and that's what we're looking for. Jay, Kim Jones from NFL Network. How hard is it to do at this level what Pryor seems to have done, as you said, effortlessly learning, but also on the field? He seems to make something that should be very difficult look fairly easy. How hard is it? Well, it's very hard. Not many people have ever done it before, you know, but he is a big, physical, great athlete. Um, and it helps to be six foot five and run a four, three, 40. You know, I think had he made this decision sooner uh, in his career, I think he'd be further along. But uh, being that he just made it not too long ago, he's where he is. I mean, he's still one of the top guys in the league, and he just started playing. Just, he's a physical freak. So, uh, you know, we're excited to have him. We're going to continue to work with him. And, and we got to, we just have to keep working. Kirk and uh, Terrell just have to get together so they get on the same page and get to know each other, not only on the field but off the field. Jay, you were given an extension, so obviously your bosses like you. Talking to the, to the players. Not all that. <laughs> we haven't asked them yet. Uh, talking to the players, they say they love you because you relate to them. The music you listen to, they say you're funny. Is that something you made a concerted effort, or is that just the guy you are? I have never made an effort to be funny. 
I have, uh, I, that's just the way I've always been. I don't know. I, I, I relate to some players better than others. Um, that's just the way it is. But I try to get to know each guy the, for who they are. You know, I think it's important as a coach uh, uh, to get to know them, see what makes them tick, how to motivate them, so to speak. Um, but I've listened to the same music since I was little. What are you seeing uh, from Spencer? This is kind of second, or now he's got a full year at that spot. Um, uh, for him being a starter and what kind of growth have you seen there and there a lot of growth you know i think uh it's a very difficult position center it really is i I don't know if people really understand how hard it is especially when you've never played it before just the snaps and the snap counter hard then you got to make all the calls and coach callahan has a a dictionary of calls that you have to make in a split second so i think his comfort level in the system able to spit out the calls um, he's been very, very good. You know, I think uh, he's going to get better and better at the center position. It was great, great for him to move over there and, and, and pick up the slack. And I've been very impressed with the way he works and the way he's learned and the way he's improved. There are a couple things you want to see him work on. What would some of those areas be? Well, I think, uh, like all offensive linemen, they're working their craft all the time. Their fundamental technique. You know, I think there's a lot of things that he can do with his footwork and all that stuff. That Coach Callahan's working with him continuously, but he's just getting better and better. He's a big, strong kid. Uh, wants to develop and wants to learn, and I think he's come for what he's been able to accomplish in just a year and a half or whatever it is since he's been playing center. I think it's very, very impressive. As impressive as anybody on our team, what he's done. Hey, Jay, back here in the corner. Uh, I know that in the year past you have hired like a martial arts expert to work with the guys with their hands. That has graduated, it looks like, to having guys with boxing gloves and actually doing some boxing. What is your understanding of how that helps them in their development and, and what that's meant to accomplish? Yeah, Chad and uh, Coach Tom Sula really brought that to us. And uh, you'll have to ask Coach Tom Sula if you have about an hour of interview time. You, you can get him out here. He'll talk about boxing. Uh, I was all for it. You know, they, they brought it to my attention, said it'd be good for them, good for their stamina, good for, you know, using their legs, coming out with their hips. A lot of the boxing moves are very similar to what you have to use as a football player. And the players really enjoyed it. You know, we did it in the OTAs, and um, the group did a great job teaching them, and, and I think they had fun with it. And uh, really, it's a lot of the same movement. Like I said, good for their conditioning and good for their strength. But Tom Sula is the one you want to ask about that, really. He'd be good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Nico Marley, not exactly a huge guy out there. I'm just curious what you've seen from him so far, why you wanted him out here, and what makes you think a guy that size at that position can, can maybe do something for you. Yeah, well, you watch him at Tulane, and uh, he made almost every tackle. And then we brought him in here and said, let's just bring this guy in for a workout for the rookie OTAs. And then at the rookie OTAs, he made almost every tackle and had two interceptions and forced fumble. And, and I said, man, if anybody deserves a chance to – crack the roster somebody's that productive so we brought him in here and he really hasn't disappointed us man he's been running around there and making good plays and he's very smart and uh you know we'll see what happens when we uh get the live tackling but he's a fun guy to watch do you have any bob marley songs on your ipod i do have no i don't have any <laughs> i'll get i'll download one though today but did, did you ever did, did you ever ask him about him or anything i like did that? i did i have asked him uh he doesn't sing, number one. I was just kind of curious. But, uh, yeah, he's, I've talked to him about his grandfather, and, and his dad was a great football player too. What are the – so when you're not tackling live, but you, you obviously want to make sure that your guys are ready to be good tacklers when the season starts, what are the things that you look for to make sure that, you know, they'll be able to do that when it is live out here? 
Yes, that is a great question. That's a dilemma that we have. How much live contact do you want to do? And then when you are in pads, uh, what do you tell them to do with the running back when he comes to the hole? We had a couple issues the other day where guys were, you know, getting a little bit too physical with our backs, sticking their face in there. So uh, I think the big thing is getting themselves in position, uh, fighting off blocks. We're talking about fundamental footwork and pad level. That's the most important thing for the offense and defensive line, especially linebackers really getting off blocks, uh, running to the football, and then tagging off as best way we can. And then, of course, same thing with safeties. They have to get in good body position. Along those lines on the tackling, is, is there anything you've learned, I guess, over the last few years to try and, whether it's the drills here you do at camp to try and improve the tackling? So Yeah, we try to do drills with dummies and stuff on mats. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to like to do a whole lot of live tackling because I'd never forgive myself if I lost a good player, any player for that matter, uh, over a tackling drill, you know. My college coach made me do live tackling drills when I was quarterback, and my fingers are still messed up. So I try not to do that, but we will have some live periods. But I think we have four preseason games to really uh, get a feel for it. And I think this day and age, as much football as these guys have played, if they don't know how to tackle, uh, we'll see it quite clearly on tape. And it won't take long for us to realize the guy can't tackle and they won't be here. So, But for the most part, all these guys we've studied and watched throughout their college career and their pro careers, they can all tackle. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. So big news there with the signing of Kenny Hilliard, replacing Keith Marshall, former LSU guy, had three touchdowns in the SEC championship game in 2011. So Kenny Hilliard, an interesting ad there for Washington. Redskins live pre press conferences on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM, brought to you exclusively by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist, online at paddleva.com. So that'll wrap things up. The, the team is getting ready to start their practice on the field. I want to thank our guests for today, uh, Jimmy Durkin, uh, covering the Oakland Raiders, to uh, preview them for week number three. I want to thank Raymond Summerlin of rotoworld.com for joining us, and Bram Weinstein, uh, Richmond's number one ally. Uh, listen to him 11-1 to 1 on ESPN 980. He should be running for mayor soon, I think. Mayor Bram, looking forward to it. Mayor Bram Weinstein. Uh, for Andrew Wallace, thanks to uh, Henny back at the studio for all of his hard work. Uh, Greg Burton coming up next, 3-6. to six. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. That person driving in the car next to you, do you know who they are? They might look like an everyday Joe, but in reality, they could be a local Geico agent, and you'd never even know it. That's right. They're among us. If you don't believe it, take a closer look around you. They're helping people save money on car insurance. And they're not about to stop. To see how much you could save, call 804-934-0222 or visit your local GEICO office on West Broad Street in Richmond. Hey, hot dog fans, if you're visiting Richmond for the first time or you're a longtime resident, you haven't had a real hot dog unless you've been to City Dogs. 13 unique hot dogs on the menu that are inspired by the cities they originated from. Chicago style, New York Sabret, Cincinnati Chili Top, and of course, the Richmond Original. 1309 West Main Street, 1316 East Cary Street, and online at CityDogsRVA.com. Don't leave town without heading to City Dogs. Buzz from Buzz and Ned's here, reminding you that you haven't tried real barbecue until you've tried Buzz and Ned's real barbecue. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. 
Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Pizza Hut. Can I really get two medium pizzas?